You know what I uh, what I think people should do if they actually want results? Is they should click the link below. They should hit that eight-week transformation challenge from Vigor Ground Fitness and Performance, and they should see some drastic changes in their life. Accountability, systems, programming, nutrition. Good God. What your results could be with that. That sounds great. I'll do it now. <laughs> Michael fumbled. Nah, but for real, you should do that. Though. That was a good <laughs> little intro commercial for you guys. Five-star rating and review. Um, give it to us. Actually, honest rating and review. If you don't like it, then let us know. You can no, put a one-star. No, I don't no. give a fuck. If you don't like it. Hey, no. Feedback. Honest feedback. If you don't like us, uh, email us. But if you do, <laughs> give us a rating. <laughs> Privately message us. If you like it, share it on Facebook. <laughs> Make it public. Today we got a good one for anybody who has literally just stepped foot in the gym or is a new trainer in the gym trying to get rid of old habits, okay? So this should be a, a, a quicker one just because we're going to crank these out. Uh, Michael, give us the title. Fitness Myths. Busted. So we're going to bust some fitness myths today. Do you guys remember that show Mythbusters? Yeah. That shit was dope. No. Really? Okay, I was about to say, man, where the fuck were you? I never really watched it, to be honest. Really? Yeah. I used to watch it all the time. I, thought that was I liked when they'd be like, we're going to shoot a pig because it's the same density as a body. Yeah. I liked the uh, the the boob one on the plane. Uh, like, will boob implants explode on a plane when they hit a certain altitude? It happens. That was a myth. No. Oh, yeah. I think they successfully didn't do it. If both the plane crashes, they'll explode. <laughs> No, they won't. You know that. If, like, the plane crashes and somebody's, like, <laughs> head comes flying dead first <laughs> into their chest, but it's not, like... It was saying, like, once you get to a certain altitude, uh, they'll, like, inflate and just blow up. Can you imagine that you're, like, on a plane next to somebody and her boobs just blow up, explode <laughs> right in your face? I think, <laughs> I think I saw that in a movie. Gelatin all over you or something. Do you, have you heard that pigs are, like, the best way to get rid of a dead body? Yeah, because they'll, they'll eat everything. Yeah. yeah, there's the guy in Vancouver, Canada that used to be yeah. a serial killer. Yeah. That was yeah. on Criminal Minds. Yeah. Well, it was, the movie, it was in the movie Snatch, uh, too. That's where I got it from. What? Snatch with Brad Pitt. I don't know if I've seen that one. You've never seen Snatch? Uh-uh. Um, have you seen Snatch? Online, maybe. you got to watch the movie Snatch. Yeah, I'm going to have to check Hella that out funny. Now. So, uh, that's water running in the back. We got, uh, Travis is doing some... Some dish. I think he's sleepwalking right now. <laughs> it kind of looks like he is. <laughs> What's up, bud? Just got to leave it running for a really long time <laughs> like that. All right, anyway. All right, let's get on to these fitness myths. Let's crank them out. If women lift weights, it will make them bulky. Bullshit. Yeah, that's probably the worst one, especially with women in general. Like, they come in and... Literally, that's always one of the first things I hear from people. And so the fact of the matter is there's one way to get bulky. Eat too much food. Yeah. Right. So like lifting weights burns calories. It builds muscle. But for and it's just like, OK, so like if a guy comes in and he wants to get big, like the the best way to do it is what we put him on a calorie surplus. Right. We lift weights, obviously, because you have to build muscle. But. You need to be eating more than you're burning, right. which is actually really hard to do. So <laughs> super hard. To do. So, so like if you're training and, and you really don't like and the funny thing is, is like we've probably worked with hundreds of women now mm-hmm. 
And I've never put anybody on a cardio plan without lifting ever in my life. And I don't have any bulky women, right? right. Like we have, there's some women that genetically build more muscle, but I mean, and people know Kaiser cause they, whether they listen to this podcast first before meeting her or not, but like, she's a great example of that. Nobody looks at her and go, Oh damn, you're hella bulky. Like she's, she's lean. super lean. Yeah. yeah. And she has muscle, but it's sort of like, like a gymnast would be right. And she's genetically is like predisposed to build more muscle than right. most women. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I guess if you compared her to like some fucking like Vogue model or something like right, that, you super know, skinny. yeah. And that's, that tends to be, I think that just comes from like more of like mainstream media. Yeah. Of like, oh, absolutely. you know, how women should look yeah, so. models and everything. Shout out to Kaiser. So I think like the, the best way to like break this so that people understand like that's not going to happen is one, if you are getting bulky, cut calories, I guarantee it'll stop. Two, you don't have the hormonal profile, testosterone, growth hormone, all that stuff that a guy does in order to get muscle that fast, right? And so if women, like I hate when women come in and they're like, I don't want to lift weights because I don't want to get, get bulky. And I'm like, look, I've been lifting weights for six years and I'm trying real damn hard to get bulky. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not working that well. So if I can't do it, like you're good. Don't yeah. worry. So um, plain and simple, scientifically proven, it can't happen. So lift weights, get on a calorie deficit if you want to lose weight. That's the thing. If you want to just build lean, like Chant- chances are too, more women are going to react so much better to, to lifting weights, weights because they haven't done it. Oh yeah. Right. Oh, like big all they've been doing is like lightweights, yeah. like high reps or, you know, spin class or, you know, yeah. running, running on the track. So, and I the think- funny thing is too, is like most of the time when they show you pictures of what they want to look like, it's a result of lifting weights. Right? right. And it goes, if you were to lift weights and create a, a more muscle in your body, you would look smaller. Right. Because muscle like pound for pound is smaller than fat. Right. So if you lose three pounds of fat and you gain three pounds of muscle, you'll be significantly smaller. But the, the scale won't change. Speaking of that, cardio will eat away your muscle. This is probably more for guys because girls are have no issue jumping on the treadmill. With cardio, <laughs> right. Um, uh, so like plans, like you would have to go into the gym and do an hour of low intensity cardio with absolutely zero protein in your body, um, zero glucose, zero like like fast for a day. Don't eat and then go do an hour of low intensity cardio. Then you could be like, okay, I have something to worry about if you're already super lean. Yeah, but you got to deplete your body yeah. significantly, yeah. and you have to be really really lean. Right. Like if you have stored body fat, your body's gonna, like a lot of it. Your body's gonna get rid right. of. So that's a big myth. Um, and the whole myth of like, like there's been studies that show like if you do low intensity cardio after your workout, it lowers protein synthesis. So it's less likely for you to build muscle maybe, but at the same time, it also has really good recovery, uh, abilities and benefits. So you, it's, it's arguable to say that it would help you build muscle cause you're recovering better if you do that. So I think it kind of depends. Um, my opinion is don't worry about it. Like if you need to do cardio to lose weight, do some cardio, split it up. If you can if, do it after, if you can, I wouldn't do it before because then you're tired for your workout. Yeah. High intensity uh, training, um, I think that's great because it actually stimulates more protein synthesis after you work out. But you can't like I'll get people that'll lift and be like, "Oh, can I do boot camp now?" Like, no, like that's too much. Like, do five intervals of ropes, right, right, or swings. So, at the end of the day, like it, it, it just comes down to like you have to be in extreme situations. Next myth: Do crunches to lose body fat. And I mean belly fat. <laughs> yeah. Crunches will just shred your whole body. Yeah. 
Fact. That's the, that's the rule. You just need to do that. <laughs> I mean, but how many times have you heard like people go like, oh, you know, like my trouble area is my stomach. Right, like right. I really want to do more core work, right. more more sit-ups, more planks. And it's it's really hard because you feel a burn. You think it's going to like remove there. Yeah. And it's hard. Oh, for- yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, and the <laughs> fucking core is on fire. But like the thing is, is it's Dude, how often does Travis say that shit? That's, that's <laughs> that is him. He does like actually. This is a great myth for this guy over here because he's always doing setups and stuff. But like, here's the thing: if you want abs, you should probably do setups and crunches and all that shit because it will build the muscle. But you're you have fat on the body fat, yeah. yeah, and it's just not a caloric burning. Yeah, you're and really not burning too many calories yeah, doing a bunch of sit-ups. And even if you do, right? Like, let's say I have more fat on my low back or on my arms or legs. It's debatable that it'll probably burn it there first because it's going to burn wherever the body... Like, for a guy, you're you're going to lo- lose body fat in your stomach last. You know what I mean? So, it just burns too few calories. You're better off doing some, like, compound lifting and some big lifts to burn overall calories consistently than... Man, I think I read a. It was like it was probably like a couple of years ago, um, and I don't even know how exactly how legit it is, um, but uh, how uh, you know, like doing sprints or running, um, you know, before you do like core exercises actually has a better effect, mm-hmm. um, and you know, it it doesn't necessarily target. Uh, but at the same time, like, yeah, like doing sprints before you, you do like sit-ups or something like that is actually right. more beneficial for you. Right. Um, but I mean, at the same time, like, yeah, I mean, target, it, it just comes down to burning more, to burning more f- overall body fat. The only time I've recommended it to do like during a fat loss program is like, well, one of two things, like if you have low back issues and stuff like that, you need to do core work because it'll help stabilize your low back. But for somebody who comes to me and signs up for a year and I know that they're going to be consistent for a year and they're like, Hey, I want to be really lean at the end of this year. I'm like, okay, well let's build your abs up slowly across time. So when you do get lean, like you could be at 10% into your abs popping rather than having to be a seven because they don't pop out. Right. At all, right. But like, but again, that's another extreme situation, right? So if crunches can't help you lose belly fat, maybe the next myth will help us. Um, you can spot reduce fat. All you need to do is buy some calorie burning lotion and get a ab belt and get a, get get a, a squeeze, get a waist trainer, a waist trainer. Yeah. Squeeze the living shit out of yourself. Next question. <laughs> uh, hopefully the fat will go to your ass. <laughs> so <that's>, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think that's the hope. Squeeze it. So yeah. tight. You, your hips you tie it really tight at the top and then everything kind of hey. just, you know, it's like a, it's like a so, tube of gogurt. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> that's hella nasty. Uh, so the, um, spot reducing is just, it's, it's impossible. Like you can't, it's the same thing as the crunches, right? The exact same thing. Like doing tricep extensions, isn't going to get rid of the, the back fat on your arms. Okay. Just like doing low, like back extensions, isn't going to get rid of your love handles in the back. Like it's just physically impossible. Like there was that one study that we've talked about a bunch of times. Like you do, like if you bring blood flow into the area and then do cardio, there's a possibility, but that's such splitting hairs. It's not worth it. Um, so yeah, overall, it's just like, I don't think there's even a good way to go about this without getting into science, but without saying just no, that's yeah. not. Uh, this podcast is also brought to you by Waist Trainer. <laughs> don't use those. I had to throw that out there because yeah. then the, the lotion is like, imagine it's like fucking Icy Hot or Tiger Balm, right? And on the, on the, the bottle, it literally says like, apply to a uh, trouble area to sweat more or something like that to burn more. Right, Michael? I mean, you saw it. 
I tried it and uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like no, like uh, put it on before the podcast. <laughs> sweating bullets over here right <laughs> now. <laughs> yeah, not gonna work. All the all that gimmicky stuff doesn't work, guys. But you can't tr- you can't spot reduce, unfortunately. I dude, like I, I I wish you could because I would make a product called like the belly fat burner and make a million dollars. Belly fat burner. Yeah, dude. And, like people would like get yeah, shredded because I'd have them doing like a million crunches, <laughs> but it just doesn't work. Yeah. All right, next myth: the more you sweat, the more you burn. I mean, this reminds me of the rhyme about like beans. The more, <laughs> more <laughs> beans, beans, magic. The more fruit. you sweat, yeah. the more you burn. <laughs> yeah, not not necessarily. It really comes down to hydration. Like some if, people, just if you're drink. not sweating at all, you might be dehydrated, right? Or genetically, you just don't sweat much. I, I genetically don't sweat very much. I also don't drink enough water, <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> two things but then i have guys that are like like they cannot train like hard at all like they're five minutes in their session but they drink so much water (laughs) that they're just drenched right and it's it's not an unhealthy thing it's good it's gross but it's good (laughs) dude i was working out with my boy uh last week and at like we did like a 10 minute like mobility series right and he's sweating fucking bullets and he i mean he drinks a shit ton of water and he's like, man, like, my, there's no salt in my sweat right now. He's like, I feel like I'm just rehydrating by, like, God. getting sweat in my mouth. <laughs> that's <laughs> so nasty. Actually, so that's another uh, thing. Like, your salt intake should be in check. Yeah. Not depleting yourself of salt, like, actually eating salt. It's not uh, bad to sweat, right? No, it's not bad at all. Like, it, I mean, it can be a good thing. Essentially, it means you're hydrated. Like, you got yeah. a lot of water. We actually should have went over that one as well. Because I think a lot of people are really, like, really, really oh, worried good, about... Man. They're they're like oh like I'm I need to get low sodium turkey oh, because that's nutrition though huh we'll save that for the nutrition all right, all right. I didn't even think about that one did we put nutrition ones on here no, no this one is no. fitness okay mix. well I'm just making sure well, that I, we I guess the lotion <laughs> kind of goes in between yeah <laughs> depends that's a hybrid myth depends what you're doing with it you can eat the lotion let me tell you just make <laughs> Your sure your insides will sweat just keep the lotion on the trouble areas that's all all right. Um, you can only get muscle definition if you do uh, keep the lotion on the trouble areas. <laughs> I'm t- just taking. He it, said it so seriously too, and take just, it from my. Experience he's convinced in it too. Only I keep thinking of that Joe Dirt thing. It puts just, the lotion on its skin. Just put it right underneath your chin, and yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Turkey neck to, is gone. What are you trying to say? <laughs> what? Your neck is fine, Michael. Okay, tonight... Just, um, just go like this really fast. <laughs> tonight, I'm going to wrap my face and put that... Waist trainer put, on his face. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to put it around my head. Yeah, the mind versus muscle I mean, neck, I didn't, neck trainer. I didn't buy one. It's coming out. Okay. You, you can only get muscle definition if you do lighter weights but higher reps. Negative. And I think this one, I mean... It, it really comes down to time under tension too, right? Like, I think that's really like what, like you can get, of course, like you're going to get muscle definition, you know, you can do like light rate, lightweight, um, high reps, but obviously like, I mean, you could still like lift, do nothing but lift heavy and you can still, yeah. you know, I think that goes back to number one. Right. And that's why women don't lift heavy is because they think like, Oh, I just want like a toned body with less fat. So obviously they're going to do higher, uh, higher reps, less weight. And they think that's going to be the key. And then there's like, I've even heard of a lot of like guy competitors when they get close to show, that's what they do. Cause I think it's going to like mm-hmm. define them up and everything. And it's just, it's just not true. I'd actually be more convinced that 
lower or yeah, lower reps, heavier weight will make you more defined and t- uh, dense because it doesn't build as much uh, type two slow twitch like big fibers. Yeah, it's more like dense heavy strength right so like a lot of people always say like you got to have the low rep ranges to build that density in your muscle you know what i'm saying yeah. but then the day you got to do everything i think i think there's I, don't, I mean i've never been through it but like how how well would somebody who's like really close to getting on stage be able to perform you know like oh uh, dude a low my, rep my you know I mean? my like, numbers went i feel like they'd fucking pass out i ran five three one the entire time through my prep it was like a bodybuilding version. So I did five through one and then my assistant work was all right. bodybuilding focused. Dude, my fucking numbers. I wish I wouldn't have done it because five through one re- requires you to track the weights lifted. <laughs> I just watched my numbers go just down. Yeah. And it's just like, dude, like it's depressing as a guy yeah. for sure. And then you got to like have the chase of getting them back up. Um, so that's horrible. But I think too, like they actually did do a study recently that showed uh, it actually doesn't matter about anything but volume pretty much like mm-hmm. they had guys that were doing like the same total volume with lighter weight higher reps um as long as it equaled out so like if you do five by five at 200 pounds that's five reps times five sets times 200 pounds well they just equated that to like six sets of 30 reps at right, a different right, right right so you got to look at it like okay what's more practical five by five because like everybody likes lifting heavy there's more like hormonal responses to it and strength benefits Plus, nobody wants to do fucking 30 reps all the time with lightweight. That's just boring, right? But so I guess it kind of goes back and forth. I think there's a place for everything, but I don't think you should ever go purposefully light. Like, I think even if you're in the high rep range, it should be heavy for that rep range. You know what I'm saying? Kind of like 15 rep max, 20 rep max. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like if you're doing 20 reps, like it should be like your 20th rep should feel heavy. Like it shouldn't be like little dumbbells that you're getting through it easily. Like but. you got like 30 more reps left in the tank. <laughs> right, right. But there's no, and like, there's no secret rep range, secret volume, secret exercise to build definition, right? Like in your muscle at all. All right. This next one speaks to me. You can't. <laughs> I don't know what it is. That's why you said that. Okay. Now that you're laughing at me. <laughs> I'm skipping this question. <laughs> um, you can't gain muscle after 40. <laughs> You're not 40. He's climbing up there, though. Are you worried about it? He just... I want this dude, myth dispelled. He's climbing So I can up. stop stressing. He yeah. just he just turned 28. He's close. Uh, um, dude. Well, we were actually... So we, we looked this up before, and there's... You know, there's there's some a, pretty jacked... Yeah. Yeah. Well, dude, point. like, so... So um, I'm going to call out Jason Ferrugia right now. He's a great example. He's yeah. leaner and more muscular than he's ever been in his life, he said. And he's 40, 40 or 41 or 42. I have no or idea like how old he is. I just know he's over 40 because he talks about it a lot. He's yeah. like, man, I'm, I'm in the best shape I've ever been. I have more muscle. I'm the, I'm leaner. This is the first time I've ever had a full six pack in my entire life. Wow. Oh, and shit. I'm 40. Yeah, literally. And he did everything wrong growing up. You know what I mean? He tried yeah. it all. Like he yeah. was skinny and then he was skinny fat and then he was fat. And then, you know what I mean? He went through everything, the bulking and then all that shit. So that's a good example. Actually, I think he is 40 because Luca went to his 40th birthday. Yeah. So last. I think he's like 41 yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. How old's Luca? 35, 36? He's getting up 35, there. 37? 19, 36. 38? 36. <laughs> Just keep climbing up there. <laughs> 40s. He's in his late 30s. <laughs> so he's getting up there. He's a big guy. But I mean, so like then it's hard though too. It's like, I think it's debatable. So he's getting up there. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I was like, I don't think like your late 30s is getting. No, up but there. I think like. Cody's now fired. He doesn't even realize. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he's getting up there. 
my key doesn't work on Monday when I try to get in the gym. <laughs> no, like this, the thing though too is like with Luca, he's kind of a bad example because yeah, he's he's so he's two oh six right now. He just posted something. He's two hundred six pounds, big dude, but he's been training for like twenty plus years since he was like fourteen. So he's probably honestly not building muscle anymore. If he is like very very minimal, but that's more because he's been training for so damn right. long right yeah. not because of his age so we got to look at it like that like if you're 40 and you've never been to the gym fuck yeah you're gonna gain hella muscle if it's your first five years you're still gonna gain muscle so i don't think it's like a an age thing i think it's just if you're doing the right thing and i think it's if like how long you've been in the gym i, I probably won't be building muscle when i'm 40 because i'll be in in it for over 20 years you'll be getting up there i'll be getting up there eating clean can get you lean I was trying to think of something that right. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> um, yes and no, but it's I, again like like we've talked about before: calories in versus calories out. So you could still eat clean, and you can overeat. Yeah, you can still overeat and and get fat. So I think like it, I think it's a good route to go at the very very beginning, because usually if people are eating a bunch of shit and they switch to clean eating, their calories are naturally going to drop right. quite a bit. Um, but yeah, like you can overeat anything, right? So I think it's just it just depends. But it's easier too. Like you can eat a lot of clean food without going over your calories. So I think it is smarter to eat mostly, quote unquote, clean. Because I think that's yeah. Right. I, it, it's I think you really have to watch that too. Because some people will use like a shit ton of oil or butter. Exactly. With, you yeah. know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. with whole foods. So and I think fats is probably the worst one with clean yeah. eaters because yeah. they eat a ton of nuts. They put coconut oil and olive oil and butter and everything they cook in oil then they put coconut oil and butter in and mct oil in their coffee and it's like what like the bulletproof coffee yeah, that's or a whatever. 500 calorie coffee yeah. Damn. two tablespoons of butter get the fuck <laughs> out of here <laughs> yeah. i looked at up the ingredients because i did a blog like a display uh, like actually it was kind of like a myth thing in it, but it, i did a whole section on bulletproof coffee and i looked up the ingredients for like the original bulletproof coffee and i shit you not it was almost 50 grams of fat in yeah. coffee so I, I was recently That's at my Whole day. Foods. I, I was recently wow. at Whole Foods and they have they serve bulletproof coffee at their uh, uh, at their little coffee stand there. Right. right. And so I asked the guy, I was like, I was like, hey, what's in that bulletproof coffee? And he was like, oh, it's like this really good drink or what I like, you know, uh, like it's really good for you. Right. And I was like, oh, really? <laughs> like, what are you putting it? So he tells me and I'm just like. Oh, okay. Like, but like, that's like, they're pitching it. Like, yeah, yeah, this, is, oh, yeah. this is, this is like the healthiest coffee we got. Well, you know, what's funny is like this, they should fucking do this study. This would be like, this, like they did the Twinkie study. Um, the Twinkie study was like, they added a Twinkie in the diet, but the calories were the same. The guy who ate the Twinkie every day, lost the same oh, amount right. of weight, but didn't weight gain weight back because he wasn't restricting himself. There's, you could have like a white chocolate mocha and that grass fed butter in your, in coconut oil all that shit in your coffee to be the same calories probably you know oh. what i mean like and just do that those two things and see it watch them lose the same amount of right. weight guarantee i'm not a big fan of the how much uh, is a white chocolate mocha? macros club though how much is it like uh, how many calories 575 okay 575.7 <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> like right <away>. yeah. <laughs> uh, God. okay so uh so no i mean like it costs five dollars and seventy five cents. God. Um, oh, it costs five. Oh, okay. Oh, how many calories is it? I don't know. Because the bulletproof one is four hundred fifty calories, according to the one that I saw, about four hundred to four hundred fifty. But I know you can get a type of mocha for that calorie. 
range. Yeah. Don't you think? Oh, sure. Let me check my Starbucks. I'm sure. App. I'm, yeah, I'm sure. Like most people who go to Starbucks, like I hate. That's the one thing I hate about going to coffee stands and like being in line, and like, because for me, I'm like, okay, drip coffee. They fucking like I'm there like 20 seconds, right? right? Like most of the time that I'm spending there is like doing that the actual transaction, yeah. right? But man, like some people are in line for like five minutes. Like, what are you guys concocting in yeah. there? Yeah, and that's what's funny is like I do like, and you're probably the same. Then you don't have to go to the other side and wait for your coffee no. where it goes like down the line yeah. of people because she's like, okay, and then she turns around and fills it up and brings it back. It's insane. So I don't even leave the cashier. So a 16 ounce white chocolate mocha at Starbucks is 470 calories. Damn near the same. Shit, and it's delicious. And that's a how how what size? 16 ounce. So that's a venti. Grande. Grande. Okay. Damn, how big is it? Venti's 24. Damn, really? I didn't know I drank that much fucking coffee. <laughs> Dude, I went to I went to Bigfoot. So speaking of like, I don't even Yo, know how their much large is huge. Yeah, a, yeah, they got like 32 ounce. I but, ordered a large and it was fucking So massive. I got a, uh, I ordered a, I ordered a 16 ounce there, right? And at first she puts it in a 12 ounce and she's like, oh, you wanted 16 ounce, right? She already had like charged me for the, for this, uh, for the 12 or the 16 ounce. So she pours the 12 ounce in the 16 ounce. It's the exact same. She didn't fill it up more? No, she couldn't. The 12 ounce, how much she fit in the 12 oh. ounce cup? Like she poured it into this, into the, uh, oh, they changed the shape of the cup. They changed them. the shape of the cup and they charge you more. That's crazy. What? Not only that, they raised the price a dollar and I was like, oh my fucking God. So I'm like, hold crazy. on. Like, I was like, you literally didn't put like any more in the, in the cup. And she was like, she was like, yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not paying for fucking 16 ounces. Yeah. So, but you get, she ended up cup. giving it to me for free, but I was just like, all right, Damn. well, that's fucked up. Like you guys are literally just getting people every day. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> I thought you meant like she poured the 12 ounces in there and then, and then, filled, gave you it and then there was like a bunch left over in the cup and then she just gave it yeah, to no. like a half empty cup. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, she poured the, yeah. And it was, the, that's crazy. It was still that's to the top. Up. Bigfoot Java. Yeah. Watch out people. Fuckers. Don't, don't support them. Go to Panera. Serious about my coffee too, man. All right. Maltov cocktail in there. Go ahead. <laughs> Fasted cardio is better than fed cardio. So I think it is better if it fits your schedule better. Otherwise, no, no point. Um, sure. So they did studies. You burn more calories during fasted cardio than you do fed cardio. That is true. But you burn less calories after the cardio than you do when you're fed because when you're fed, you have more energy pushing through, even if you're going the same speed. So what these studies show is at the end of the day, the calorie chain or burn was exactly the same. So therefore, it literally does not matter. Whatever fits your schedule better. For me, sometimes it's uh, fasted. Sometimes it's fed. It just like, what do I have going on today? Do I have time to wake up and do it? Do I feel like waking up and do it? Sometimes I actually just like waking up and getting some movement in. So I'll, I'll like in the summers, I'll wake up and go on a walk fasted like for 20 minutes or like at Shannon's, like since it's summer, like, or I mean winter, like it's cold, I'll go on the treadmill and just like do my like positive focus and like listen to podcasts and stuff like that. Like I like moving in the morning. I think I guess part of my whole shift six system and I think it's good for productivity and everything, but for fat loss, it doesn't matter. I would say too, though, like if we're talking like high intensity, I wouldn't do fasted. Yeah. I'm walking Yeah, because it's debatable. I think like even, even at the end of the day, I think you would burn more calories total, uh, with fed, 
even just a little bit or just BCAs or something because you will have more energy. You will you will sprint harder. You will yeah, do your, I was going to say, man, like I, I've you'll seen do your people who harder. like haven't who haven't eaten and done high intensity training and like been on the verge of yeah, like collapsing. Just, yeah, it's just not yeah. it's not productive. Right. Yeah. Um, I think low intensity is obviously doesn't matter, but anything high intensity weightlifting. You should always be fed, in my opinion. The goal there is to build strength and muscle for the long run. I think you should, no matter what your goal is. I, I, li- always, I like the if it fits your schedule. We need to hashtag that. If I, it fits your schedule. Yeah. What is that? Instead I-I-F-Y-S. Yeah, just take out the M. It's the yeah. same. That would actually like go viral, dude. Because if you think about like training too, like I always tell people like, your training should be just as flexible. Like, right. Like don't get stapled into the barbell squat because that's what your program says. If you're traveling, don't skip squats, right. like figure out a different variation of squat to improve the movement. All right. That's not a myth. That's a fact. Yeah. Fact. Final myth. You're a wuss. If you're not sore the next day, uh, that's not it. Yeah. Come on, that's bro. It? This isn't edited radio. You're a pussy. If you don't, <laughs> if you're not sore the next day after training, what's the answer Theo? <laughs> yes. That's a wrap. <laughs> uh, Michael's the best yeah, guy I'm on the podcast. I'm just joking, big guy. <laughs> dude, I can't help but laugh so hard. Like, I'm just joking, man. You're not like, a pussy, man. <laughs> I feel like a little kid when you every time. I start crying laughing, bro. Uh, the big um, guy gets me. No, that's a that's definitely a, a, a huge myth. I think that if, like, you're... If you're brand new to training or like you haven't if you haven't trained in a few months and you're just coming back like you're gonna be sore no matter what you do right like but that's not a measure of whether you're on a good program yeah Yeah, on if you're on a good program or not even the smartest dudes i actually was listening to a talk uh and it was with lane norton and they asked him a similar question and he had the same opinion where it was like you should not be extremely sore to where you can't move or you should not be sore every day. Like you shouldn't be sore all the time, but if you're never sore, something's wrong, right? Like you should like, so it's either way of the spectrum. Like if you're never, ever sore, you're not training hard enough. Your program's not doing the right thing. If you are always sore, same thing, your program's fucked up plain and simple. So you should have a balance between the two. And none of it means like, we're not like the hardcore guys. Like you shouldn't walk the next day after, after leg training, brother. (laughs) <laughs> like that's not no yeah if, if you got to sit in your car for 30 i've actually had people <laughs> like have to sit there yeah. but like they were but brand I, new but, and I, like, but like that too, they that, did goblet squats and I've, trx rows and was and like, probably prowler I, at yeah the end. i gotta chill out so like i have that all the time but it's not from like being sore it's actually just lactate buildup so yeah. like they'll be doing yeah. lactic acid training where they're doing just tons of prowler at the end and they're like dude i can't fucking walk my yeah. legs are gonna be killing me yeah. the next day and then they come in they're like oh dude my legs aren't that sore and i'm like dude it was just lactic acid your legs feel like they're going to explode like breast implants on an airplane and <laughs> you can barely walk. <laughs> I actually don't even give prowlers anymore to like brand new people because yeah, some people have like, away. yeah, just like, it, and it gives them like a negative, like how many people do you know? Like I fucking hate that prowler, right? Yeah, like that's um, the worst thing. Nobody like, embraces yeah, it. Yeah. Nobody embraces it. I think, I think like if you kind of gradually build somebody into it though, the like, only people that I have embraced it are the strength camp guys, but it's because it's a group full of men yeah. who want to talk shit to me yeah. 
and be like, fuck you, I did it. And then, then it's them pushing each other. And right. that's like, other than that, like, and they always are like, jump in with us, do it with us. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Someone did that to me in Warrior. I was like, all right, we're doing leg matrix. And they were like, uh, why don't you do it? Yeah. They were like, why don't you jump in? You were there, I think, right? Sure. At the Last Wednesday at the leg matrix. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then they were like, uh, yeah. okay, jump in with us. And I was like, nah, I'm good. She was like, you need to train. I was like, Nah, <laughs> three, two. <laughs> yeah. Just just like, the fuck? I, I, I actually, yeah. I mean, I jump in for time do to twos, time, but, but I'll jump jumped, in on a, you jumped in the other day. I don't like jumping yeah. in with my clients, except like in that case, that's different. Like a finisher or like a test. I've done that too. Um, it's <laughs> that fine. I did sucked. it. Yeah. I did it with him too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I like jumping into other people's classes. Like I like coming to warrior when I can and stuff, because yeah. that's like, that's more fun to me. Then I don't have to worry about the coaching aspect. Yeah. Know? Myth busted. Boom. This podcast is sponsored by Vigor Ground Fitness and Performance. Whether you live in the Seattle area or not, click the link below and find an opportunity to transform your body in 12 weeks or less where you get more structure, more access, more accountability, and a follow-along program that can give you the results to take you from point A to point B. Once again, click the link below to discover how you can do that.